I can never tell if we're live, but it looks like we are. Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name is Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. This is the Nightly Morning Show. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Well, I moved around some buttons on the stream deck and thought I would remember. Yay, we're not muted this time. <laughs> GG's. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Clarus, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I it it's been a it's been a rough week. So I am ready to kick this week's booty. You you know what? Me too. Mm. Last mm. week was long. We mm. we we like historically had a bad week. In, in, historically yeah. in the histories of the nerdy nightly it will be remembered as being a bad week um well, there you have it but you know what i'm hoping that like honestly we just won't remember it we'll just like put last week out of our memories it won't matter like in the long term it really won't matter the highlight of the week though let's be honest the highlight of the week was that immediately after last week's nightly morning show we got up went out the door we got our second doses and we're uh, we're fully vaccinated now yeah which feels good yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's like a weird, like, stress off our shoulders, in a sense. Uh, so let's say good morning to uh, Rhiannon and Kate's. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, Shin, thank you for being here. Rebel Trooper, of course. <laughs> um, we are still working on how to mod people. So Rebel, as soon as we can figure that out, you will be a mod in this. Yeah, yeah. We need, like, your, like, YouTube URL. YouTube is very different from Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a learning curve. Yes, but it is. You know what? I'm still really glad we moved the show here. I've been having a lot of fun with it over here on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's it's more of a of a YouTube show for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Uh most, most definitely. Um before we get into the show this morning, I just wanted to briefly bring up that uh, yesterday our patrons learned of a little bit of a change that we're making in the company. Uh we are going to be changing the tiers of our Patreon. And so if you uh, want to check out our social medias later today, we're going to be posting some stuff about the new tiers and all of that. Uh, it has never been a better time to join the Patreon than right now. And I just wanted to throw that out there because the Patreon really is the backbone of how we continue to do this, how all of our streams happen. Um, and we wanted to uh, make some things a little bit cheaper, more available. Uh, we wanted to be able to bring more people together. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to be switching up the Patreon a little bit uh, just so that uh, we can try and engage as many people as possible and keep the Nerdy Nightly on the wheels that the bus is on because uh the patreon is it the wheels apart a little bit there but you, you get the idea and like the twitch is like the seats and the youtube is like the, the the like canopy thing so like youtube kind of protects us from rain a little bit you but... the youtube protects us from the rain that's true sure yeah yeah makes sense makes sense does it i mean i no <laughs> not at all <laughs> Uh, I, I was just going with it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to get into the news. And I wanted to do something a little bit different this week. Um, because Switching it up on me. Yes, I am switching it up on you. Because I feel like we do, we, we've fallen into a bit of a routine on the show. Right? Um, and so I wanted to change up the routine. And I thought that it would be fun this morning to start with my favorite segment, Clarus. Why? Makes up the news. Why would you start with that? Because I gotta keep you on your toes. But I haven't had 
had a warm-up and I haven't had the news yet to inspire my fake news. Yeah, I know. I thought this would be fun for that exact reason. <gasps> oh my god, why? That was That is 100% the reason I'm doing this. That's so mean. Yep, yep it is. I'm very upset with you. Oh my god, what? So, so if anyone who's on time gets to witness me making up the news, but if you're late, well... You'll have to watch for the Nightly Morning Show Clips channel, where this will go up later. Jesus Christ. Yeah, babe. I, yeah, that was so mean. I gotta agree with Shin. I know. I, I intended for it to be mean. It, it, Re Rebel Troopers, right. This is my surprise attack of the day. I have many surprise attacks on my wife every day, but this is this is it. This is the this is the start of her day. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Make something up. Come on, let's go. I want to see those improv skills. I was not ready. You're never ready. You say the same thing no matter when in the show it happens. I know, but like this time I was like extra not ready. Yeah, I know. That's why I did it. Great, great. I love that for me. All right, here we go. Clarus um, makes up the news. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I love my job, love my job, uh, wow, you're gonna make the beginning of the show drag, and I blame you for this. Yeah, I am, and I'm okay with that, because this is entertaining for maybe only me? I think other people find this entertaining, but I... Me just I being like, eh, eh, like... Yeah, I kind of love it. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, that's, um... I believe in you. Come on. You got this. I, I literally got, like, nothing. Nothing at all? I, like, lit I was so not prepared at all for this. Um, We've been doing this for seven months. Well, I know, but like... This segment we have been doing for seven months. I know, I know. And, and you are still last completely week, unprepared I, every week. Last week I thought I was okay. I only hummed and hawed for like 60 seconds. It was four minutes. Last week? No, yeah, it wasn't. it was. I, I had to edit it. Maybe it was the week before then. No, the week before was the really bad one where you were like, um... I don't know. Thanks for reminding me of that while I'm trying to... I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. Babe, you got, you got, you... This is the lesson I'm trying to help you learn. You got it. The show must go on. Let's go. Come on. Make something... You can make up anything you want. Uh, you can literally make up anything you want. Like... Okay. Alright, here we go. This is it. <laughs> Breaking news! Breaking news! Um... Um, Disney, mm -hmm. heard Disney, of them? yeah, Disney, you might have, might have heard of them. Heard They're of them like for sure. Pretty big company. Um, Disney's been on this trend of like remaking their, their movies into live action. Yeah, right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right. Like Cruella, uh, which came out a couple of right, years ago. Right, 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 which, you know, we, we still haven't seen yet, but nope. we'll, we probably will at some point. Maybe. Um, yeah, so Disney is actually, uh, teaming up with somebody for their next Live action movie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the the next live action Disney movie uh, is uh, is going to be um, the original. <laughs> I, sorry, it's not a movie. It's uh, <laughs> it's going really well. Uh, it's it's not a movie. It's it's the um, 
the the original Mickey Mouse cartoon is being remade in live action, and they're teaming up with Kylie Jenner to play Mickey Mouse. Uh, to play Minnie Mouse. Oh, um, and, she wasn't in the original cartoon. No, no, she was not. So it's even a re- so they're doing a rewrite. No, I'm talking about Minnie Mouse. Uh, yeah, well, they wanted some more female representation Fair. because yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, Kylie Jenner is, uh, playing, uh, Minnie Mouse, and, uh, the, the, the twist on it, mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it, and what people are kind of upset about, you know, is that, um, they, Disney was like, let's add some female representation, right? Yeah, Which you would 100%. think would make sense. Um, but, um, uh, the, the entire reason that they're teaming up with Kylie Jenner is, uh, for Minnie Mouse, um, to, uh, promote, uh, Kylie Jenner cosmetics. Oh, wow. They're yeah. gonna do that in the movie? In, in yeah, in the show. This is gonna become a part of the plot? Yeah. Yeah, makeup is going to play, uh, a big factor in, mm-hmm. uh, in this live action uh, mouse show. So I have, uh, as I always do, I have a couple mm-hmm. of follow-up questions here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first follow-up question, that, that original Mickey Mouse cartoon, mm-hmm. very famous. Very famous. V- incredibly famous. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Nope, nope, that's from the 90s. <laughs> what know. was the original Mickey Mouse cartoon called? It's got a very famous name. Oh, well... I don't know. What? <laughs> it just cracks me up. Ooh, okay. What was it? Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. He's on the steamboat and he's going. <laughs> and that's that. They named. I think that song's in the, public domain now too. The steamboat. No, that's what the cartoon was called. So they named the cartoon after the steamboat. <laughs> Is Willie the steamboat? I, I, you know what? I don't know. Breaking news. <laughs> Willie is going to be played uh, by um, uh, Jason Momoa. Actually. He's going to um, play the steamboat? Yeah, steamboat and Willie. And Jenner's just going to be on his back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing her makeup and but ride like, Jason Momoa down the river? Yeah, yeah, but live action. <laughs> so it's going to be like a boat with like a face on it. With like... Mice. Oh my god. And a tiny steering wheel. That's so horrifying. Just a giant Jason Momoa face on like coming out of the front of a boat like Like Thomas the Tugboat. No, it's gonna it's gonna look like um the the rock as the Scorpion King in the mummy. (laughs) When he's like coming out of the like um desert and it's it's just his like face in the desert. Uh Uh-huh. Wow, all right, well, that was some fake news. That was some very, very fake news. I don't know what you're talking about. It's real. Uh, thank you for that, Clarus. Before welcome. we move on... I'm upset with you. Before we move on to the rest of the show, I just want to mention that uh, we are sponsored by Javi Coffee. Javi hey. Coffee, hashtag drink Javi, is uh, just a great way to get your caffeine fix in the morning. Uh, basically, this is coffee concentrate. It is 30 cups of coffee condensed into this little bottle, and all you have to do is take your favorite liquid, you put... Uh, and t- I, I do a tablespoon. They say two teaspoons. I was going to say, you've had 15 cups of coffee already. I mean, yeah, I've had a lot. No, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I do a tablespoon of this every uh, day in my coffee. Uh, this is my second cup of this so far today. Uh, but, you know, it's Mondays. Mondays are two coffee mornings. Let's just be honest. That's fair. Javi coffee is great taste. It is the easiest way to make an iced coffee. You put ice water and this in a glass. You have iced coffee in like 15 seconds. Uh, and we have an affiliate link. So uh, go down into the uh, the 
video description thing uh, to go get your bottle of Jabby Coffee. Buy three bottles. Buy five. Buy 50. This stuff is great. I highly recommend it. I'm, I've been enjoying the heck out of it. I'm not even going to lie. It's so easy to talk nice about things that you like. Yeah, because it's, it's just, it's so convenient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's great stuff. Uh, it, it's weird, right? Because they reached out to us and they were like, do you want to, do you want to have this affiliate thing? And I was like, um, uh, yeah, because I, I would like to be affiliated with a coffee company on the morning show. That made sense to me. But then I was like, what if I don't like it? And it, it was like already on the way and I was sitting there like, do I have to lie? And then I tasted it and I was like, oh, this is really good. And I was like, well, that no. makes my life easier. Yeah. And now back to the show. Uh, Y'all, the title of today's episode is Loki. Loki news, because there was some fun Loki news this week. Yeah, and you might have heard of him. Let, let's be honest. Loki seems to be on the tip of everybody's tongue right now. The Loki show on Disney Plus right now is fantastic. I, I just mm -hmm. want to say it's fantastic. We are 44. We are four episodes in. Uh, there have been twists and turns. There have it, the, the show is like a labyrinth of twists and turns. Yeah. It is like the uh, epitome of like, gotcha! Like, mm -hmm. 100%. But in the best way possible where it doesn't feel like contrived or try hardy. You know sometimes when you watch a movie and they think that they're really, really smart or, or a show. You know, yeah, they I agree think with that. that they're really, really smart and look how clever we are. And Loki manages to be really, really clever without that like uh i don't know what the word is but without i don't know what's, what's without the, like the presumption of it sure yeah yeah yeah. it is interesting because we didn't love the first episode no and I, that's what i've said i've said if you're gonna if you have not watched loki yet um and you're thinking about it i would watch the first two episodes because the first episode, neither of us really loved. Mm -hmm. I was a little surprised by it, honestly. Because uh, I was, slower. yeah, I was anticipating Loki to be my favorite show out of the three. Um, and uh, yeah, episode one was a little disappointing, but episodes uh, two, three, and four have all been just incredible. So if you haven't watched it yet, please, I highly recommend. Um, and so while we're riding this Loki high, uh, I agree. I think the show's really good. It's not my favorite of the um, Disney Plus shows. Um, there, I, you know, I, we have our spoiler chats that go up. I have some things about the show that I think are a little weird and, you know, I think some, I, you know, that's a larger discussion for a different video. Uh, we'll have another one of those coming up this Wednesday, but also coming up this Wednesday, um, in addition to getting the fifth episode of Loki, the TV show, the Simpsons will be premiering a short based on the character called The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. Uh, a new Marvel-themed short that will premiere this Wednesday, July 7th, along with the fifth episode. Uh, there is no trailer or anything for it yet. It's just going to kind of come out. Uh, there is an image. Uh, the, that image is part of the uh, thumbnail for this video. But I'm really excited for this. Um, it is going to go along with the Force Awakens from its nap short that they made for Star Wars uh, a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and Tom Hiddleston will be voicing the role of Loki in the short, making it, um, I, I, I don't know, this is really exciting. I, I, I think it's a really smart way for them to continue to ride the high that Loki is experiencing right now. This character is just everywhere. Yeah. And I think that making a short like this with The Simpsons just get, just gives it one more audience to get into. You know what I mean? Just yeah. one more place. And we will definitely be checking this out. We'll probably be talking about this short alongside um, the episode in our spoiler chat. Since, uh, you know, that Disney Plus synergy, they're just, they're right there. Yeah. It's funny, like, you know, uh, The Simpsons has so much clout that I'm pretty sure they could pull anybody to be in on the show. Well, I mean, you know, so many people 
would just die to be a voice on The Simpsons. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I don't like I don't even watch The Simpsons anymore. I haven't really watched The Simpsons since like season ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but if The Simpsons asked me to do a voice, I would be over the moon. Uh, Conan O'Brien recently just ended his stint as a talk show host, a uh, late night talk show host. And The Simpsons made a cartoon version of him. Uh, Conan O'Brien was very famously um, one of The Simpsons writers in the early seasons. Um, and they, they make, made an exit interview skit that he got to voice himself on and have this conversation with Homer. Um, the Simpsons is ubiquitous with American culture, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, pro- I, you know, if I was Tom Hiddleston, I would be so excited to be on The Simpsons. Like, I'm literally yeah. Loki in The Avengers, but I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to voice... Yeah, please, make me a Simpson. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, it's funny, like, I have a feeling that when The Simpsons started out, they did not think that they'd be, uh, what, like, 25 year. How many, how many years has The Simpsons been going for? I like, have no idea. Pretty sure it's, like, 25. No, uh... It's, I like, literally it's, have no idea. It's, it's gotta be longer than that, though. Yeah, like, it started before I... When did The Simpsons well, premiere? before I was born? Or, I mean, around the time that we I were... I literally have no idea when The Simpsons started. It's been... It's been going forever. Like, they... It's very impressive. Uh, The Simpsons premiered in 1989. Yeah. So, yeah, 32 uh, years ago? That was a couple years off. It's a couple, a couple years off. Um, Do they... They must have hit season 30 by now. That's... Yeah, they're on season 31 right now. Yeah. That's insane. You know, like, how many other shows can say that? <laughs> literally no one. No, they're on season 32. They are literally... Yeah. Season season 32 ended on uh, May 23rd. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, there's a joke... There, there's a common joke amongst writers of television that is like, um, oh, The Simpsons did it. And you... you you just acknowledge that The Simpsons did it, and you still do it. Because at this point, The Simpsons has done every single possible TV plot. Oh, yeah. They predicted the future. It's been They predicted the future multiple times. It's wild. But, you know, in a world where they can do whatever they want, and it doesn't matter the next week, it's easier for them to predict the future, because they just say whatever they want. And yeah, if and it happens, then next it week it kind of resets, or yeah. they run with it for a couple episodes. Which, it's fun, you know, like, I, I don't know. Um, I, I did not watch The Simpsons as a kid. I wasn't allowed <laughs> Um, so I've only honestly seen a handful of, like, a handful of episodes, and I'm pretty sure most of them were very early episodes, but... Have you seen the movie? No. Simpsons movie? Pretty solid. Hmm, Still holds up. I watched it, like, two years ago. It's it's good. Also, if you want, uh, if you want to have a really, really fun retro gaming experience, The Simpsons Hit and Run is a fantastic video game. Simpsons Hit and Run is, like, top tier of my childhood. Okay. Oh, yeah. Simpsons Hit and Run, Chef's Kiss game. That's It's so good. I would love, I would love another Simpsons Hit and Run game. Like, I really would. That would be, that would be incredible. The only Simpsons game that I played was, like, an arcade game. Oh, yeah, yeah, the arcade game's so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all, I want that cabinet in my house one day so bad. I want the Simpsons cabinet, and I want the original Star Wars cabinet with the joystick. Okay, as long as uh, we can have Bobble Bobble as well. What? Bobble Bobble, really? That was my childhood. Bobble Bobble is your, like, go-to arcade game? Yeah. Wow, that's... Yeah, before we had an Xbox, and even when we did have an Xbox, like, my my dad was a big arcade gamer when he was a kid. That was, like, what he loved. And he had... 
Um, he had game downloads on his computer, and we had, like, joysticks and buttons, mm-hmm. and we would play old arcade games, and Bobble Bobble was one of my favorites, and, hmm. God, it was so hard to beat, but it was so satisfying when you did. Yeah, wow, I, I just wouldn't have expected you to, I, I have not heard the words Bobble Bobble in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, That's I wild. probably remember, like, 90% of the levels still. <laughs> yeah. It was that, and it was, like, Liquid Kids. Uh, so I'm, what I'm hearing is that uh, you're going to be doing a Bobble Bobble stream soon. I don't know if that's possible. I'm, you know what? I'm sure there's an emulator for it. Needless to say, Loki shortcoming. Very excited about yes. it. Yes. But yes. that's not the only Loki news that we have today. Um, we also have some really exciting... Uh, uh, not exciting in the sense that it's news... But exciting in the sense that I love to see this from a company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ooh, that's not the right article. Um, this, uh, ooh, how are we going to talk about this? What do you mean, how? Well, I don't want to spoil the show if you haven't seen it. So this is not going to contain Loki spoilers. So we're not going to say who this character, who this person plays. No, there is a character on the show. But actress uh, Sofia DiMartino uh, was uh, had her first child. In 2019, congratulations on becoming a mother, uh, and then went into filming on Loki. And I would just wanted to um, shout out this Instagram post she made. Uh, she wrote on Instagram, It's not easy being a working mama. Genius uh, hashtag Christine Wada designed... The costume? Spoilers costume, and added concealed zippers so I could pump easily and nurse my baby between takes. Little big things like this made it possible for me to do my job and be a parent, and I'm forever grateful. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to call this out. I think it's really incredible um, that the company did this for her. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we, we talk so much in our modern society about how becoming a mother can be really detrimental to the career of women. It can be really hard, um, particularly for women, and, and even more so for women of color, to continue to work and continue to um, advance their careers while having children. and. Yeah. Uh, our modern society is working at not forcing women to choose between the two things. Mm -hmm. And I think the more that we can do to make spaces and job spaces and, 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 you know, and every career field more available to women who also want to have children and not make that a detriment is really awesome. And I really, I wanted to shout out Loki um, for doing this and hopefully for, you know, encouraging other companies uh, to create better facilities for women who want to pump and, uh, who need to do that throughout the day and creating safe spaces for women to have children, but also push forward on their career. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is just like one of those like nice, heartwarming stories where people were just like nice people and accommodated and, Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, I, I think that we should all strive to be a little more accommodating. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason that having a kid should hurt your career. I, I yeah. just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, it, it's especially hard in the States because there's almost no, um, leave, leave yeah. for women or men. And, you know, like, you know, I, I know that mar- marital leave is more of a thing worldwide among Western countries. Um, but, um, marital? not marital, um, maternity, maternity leave, leave. Like, but what? paternity leave isn't. And I think that paternity leave is, a is, is just as valid and, 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 and should be, um, you know, something that we discuss as well. Yeah. Make totally. room for families to grow and to, uh, you know, coalesce in those early days when it's so important for yeah. the baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I um, that. I love that, and I, I, you know, at the same time, I also want to shout out Sofia DiMartino because something like this is not necessarily something that people. This might happen more often than we know, and people just don't want to talk about it, right? Like, there's things that some people don't want to talk about, um, and I think that you know, I don't think that it's Sofia DiMartino's job to talk about this. But I also want to call her out and say, like, it's really cool that you did um, talk about this publicly. Yeah. Because it normalizes talking about things like this publicly. Yeah. And I think that is so, so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, Should we get into some box office news? Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to talk about the domestic box office. But um, we kind of have to talk international first because I put it in the in the lower third here, that Fast 9 has, when I wrote this, it said nears 500 million. But the truth is, Fast 9 has passed $500 million worldwide. And we're about to talk about the worldwide numbers, but let's get to the domestic numbers first. All right, calm down, slow down, slow your roll. Um, Let's talk some domestic numbers and we'll talk about how Fast 9 got there uh, when we get there. Uh, Fast 9 is number one, again, domestically, with $24 million. And to show you these domestic numbers, I created a cool graph. So uh, all the numbers on this graph are millions. Boom! That that top line of numbers there is going to be their domestic haul this weekend, and the bottom line is their worldwide haul so far. Uh, in number one, we have uh, Fast 9 at $24 million. The Boss Baby Family Business, $17.3 million. The Forever Purge at $12.75 million. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 dropped only 31% this weekend. That is holding on real strong. That's been in theaters for six weeks, still in the top five at $4.2 million. And Hitman's Wife Bodyguard at $3 million. Um, as you can see there, um, the the top three movies. Really, really weird this weekend for, for uh, an unusual reason. Okay. Um, Fast 9. Mm-hmm. The Boss Baby, mm-hmm. two, Family Business, and The Forever Purge, all distributed by Universal. Oh. Yeah. Universal has, uh, because of the pandemic and because of the pushback and like this re- having to release everything at once, yeah. Universal Pictures is responsible for the top three movies this weekend, including The Boss Baby 2 and The Forever Purge, which are both new. Wow. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. They put out Boss Baby and Forever Purge against each other. Which makes sense because one is a kid's movie and one is very much an adult movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can go head to head and you're not really going to like leech sales from one or the other. Like, um, But yeah, it, it was a $80 million plus weekend total mm-hmm. uh, and a little over $70 million of that all goes into Universal's pocket. Wow. Yeah. Not bad, Universal. Um, when we start to talk about international numbers though, uh, we do have to look at that $500 million that Fast 9 has crossed. Uh, the first uh, American film to do that since the pandemic began. Uh, you can also see a little bit further down that graph there that A Quiet Place Part Two has passed $250 million worldwide. Um, uh, we also have word that Cruella, the Disney film, which is in number six this weekend domestically with $2.5 million, has officially crossed $200 million worldwide. Um, wow. uh, so that movie's doing really well. And, uh, a surprise internationally, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, is actually doing fairly well at the Chinese box office, hmm. uh, only falling, um, uh, 30% this week, uh, and, uh, doing, doing a little bit of business international. The, 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 the one, um, sort of sad story here is still in the Heights, uh, which dropped another 42%. It's, uh, at $1.2 million. 
it has made uh, uh, almost $27 million domestically. It does not look like it is going to cross $30 million. And if it does, it'll just barely cross $30 million domestically. Mm -hmm. uh, so with the controversy and everything around that, it does not look like uh, In the Heights is going to be considered a success uh, mm -hmm. by any means. Um, and yeah... Uh, the other one I wanted to talk about, uh, in 11th place this weekend with $650,000 was The Summer of Soul. Uh, the Summer of Soul is a documentary about, uh, the, um, I, I, the Woodstock, uh, the African-American Woodstock that took place in Harlem, um, around the same time as, uh, the more famous Woodstock took place. But Summer of Soul, uh, is a documentary directed by Questlove, which I really want to see. Uh, there just hasn't been a way for us to see it yet, but as soon as I am going to be able to, I will. But it made $650,000 at the box office this weekend for a documentary like it. Um, it's really successful, and it's really awesome, and the reviews on it have just been uh, absolutely incredible. So if you do have a chance, if you are a documentary fan and you do have a chance to see The Summer of Soul, uh, I, 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 I can't recommend it personally, but I just want you to know I will be watching as soon as I can, and I'm very excited. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. Is there anything about the box office stick out to you? Uh, not really. I mean, you know, Fast 9 crossing 500 million. It's, uh, we've talked for a few weeks now how it's been really good news that things are making money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and hopefully that saves movie theaters. Our theaters are still closed in Ontario, but, yeah. but we have our fingers crossed that, I don't know, maybe, maybe in August sometime. Um, if, you know, our numbers, the trajectory continues. Yeah, 100%. That, uh, you know, we will have some open movie theaters, which would be nice. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Boss Baby is a weird thing to me. I'm... I The Boss Baby too. That one is the weird one, right? I, I thought Forever Purge was going to win over Boss Baby. I thought that they were going to come in closer together, and that but Forever Purge would come in a little bit ahead. Um, but Boss Baby 2 beats Forever Purge by $5 million. Um, has a better opening weekend than In the Heights did. Like, Boss Baby 2... And I know the the first Boss Baby did really well, and there's a Boss Baby television show that's oh, um, okay. popular on, I think, Paramount Plus? I don't know. It's on some streaming service. Um, so, the, you know, the Boss Baby franchise is going strong. Um, and $17.5 million is nothing to sneeze at. I, it was a little bit more than $20 million uh, with the um, long weekend, uh, yeah. the, the earlier uh, release for the long weekend. Um, and the 17 and a half is just the three-day, but... Yeah, Boss Baby 2. I not not a hit that I would expect. Yeah. But I also haven't seen the first one and I, I saw don't know. like parts of the first one and it was really really weird. I do not I don't know. Not oh, it's definitely thing. weird. Do you remember Baby Geniuses? Yeah. I do remember God, that? That was weird. That was also weird. That feels like a fever dream that I had that never actually existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. No, Boss Baby is not the new crudes. Boss yeah. Baby is not the new Cruise. Absolutely I not. Yeah, I we will be watching the Cruise. We have access to it. We should just watch it. But yeah, um, we yeah. will not be watching Boss Baby 2. No. Well, maybe. I shouldn't say that. I like Alec Baldwin's voice. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but um, that's the week at Box Office. Oh. Yeah, congrats, Fast 9. I'm really happy to see you succeeding. And I can't wait to actually see you. But I can't yet. Yep. Uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, so it's the middle of the show, which is where we usually do our favorite segment. Clarus? No, I'm kidding. We're not going to make you do it I twice. was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Can you imagine? Here's the news. The nightly morning show loses half its host. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, 
That is fun. Thank you for that, my love. But it's time to talk about my favorite story of the week, which comes from an interview with Chris Pratt, in which he revealed to the world that during the filming of Guardians of the Galaxy, he did a little Ambien, which I believe is a sleep aid, right? I'm pretty sure Ambien is a sleep drug. I should have looked that up because I'm like 99% sure, but I'm 1% not sure. Um, and God, that 1% is going to bite me in the bottom if it's wrong. Um, but while on Ambien, apparently he texted Dave Batista and challenged him to a wrestling match. Are you looking up Ambien? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Ambien. Nope. There we go. Sleep problems. Yeah, okay. So yep. it is a sleep. It yep. is a slightly dangerous sleep aid. Um, I, Taters, uh, in our chat. Hammy Taylor says it's a slightly dangerously bad. I have to say, that sounds like an understatement. If Ambien is the kind of drug that makes a man think that he should challenge Dave Batista to a wrestling match, it's a very dangerous sleep aid. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how high do you have to be to think that you should challenge Dave Batista to anything? I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine being in a state of mind where I feel like that would be a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, apparently Dave Batista took it really well and they never actually fought, which is good for Chris Pratt because, look, Chris Pratt is jacked. Chris Pratt is in great shape, but Dave Batista is... He's in, is... like, actor shape, though. He's not in, like, like athlete shape. Dave Batista is a professional mess-you-up man. Yeah. Dave Batista is scary. Yeah. Not not in, like, a way that, like, I wouldn't have a beer with him. I would absolutely have all the beers with Dave Batista. I bet he's hilarious yeah oh for um, sure but like if he wanted to fight me i would move countries i yeah. would i would move planets i would get on elon musk's spacex thing and get my ass to mars as fast as possible dave batista's a monster and would mess me up yeah yeah i was it like i i like was it like a joking thing or was it like an aggressive like you me 1v1 bro like I mean, I, the, the, from the interview, it seemed like he was like, I think I, I, I could take you. I could take you. But he was high. And, you know, I wouldn't. And then he sobered up and he was like, I, uh, I regret everything. This story makes me, I will never take Ambien. You know what I mean? It's a dangerous like, drug. This, is, this story is the worst advertising Ambien has ever had. You will try and challenge professional wrestlers to a wrestling match if you take our drug. I'm, I'm, I'm noped out. Yeah. I'm fully noped out. It's a hard pass for me. Yeah. For you. That's a no for me, dog. Um, <laughs> Randy Jackson lives in my head rent free. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, fully, <laughs> because of, like, the first two seasons of American Idol, Randy Jackson fully, like, has a, a full apartment, has an ensuite bathroom. Yeah. In my head. He also he also like um he also like shares the apartment complex with um oh no I just forgot her name. Well then the, uh, then she then she doesn't have no, an apartment no. in your head. So you think you can dance the um, mm. Julianne Huff? No 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 no. So you th she's like she's the one that like screams. She's like ah hot tamale train woo woo like she's like she gets what and I can't I remember her name. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm very upset. I, can I can I reveal something about myself on the show? Yeah. I've never, never seen an episode of So You Think You Can Dance. You are missing out. Am I? And I, I can't remember her name and now it's bothering Am me. Am I? Do I really need to watch celebrities who don't know how to dance 
dance mediocrely. No, they're not celebrities. You're thinking of Dancing with the Stars. Never seen an episode of that either. Okay, Dancing with the Stars is when you get celebrities to dance. This is literally like they hold auditions across the world like American Idol for the best dancers they possibly can. They're nobodies. They're dancers. Oh, my friend Jess was on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was like top six. Mary Murphy. That's it. Thank you. Hammy. Okay. You I've got it, seen like, dances from So You Think You Can Dance, oh. but I've never, like, watched an episode. So, the, uh, you've probably seen the one where, like, Twitch um, dances with Ellen DeGeneres. Where Twitch dances with Ellen DeGeneres? His his name is Twitch. He's, like, <laughs> a <pop. laughs> I was like, wait, is this, like, Twitch plays Pokemon? Like, no. Like, Twitch chat, like, says moves and Ellen DeGeneres has to do them? No, his, his dancer name is Twitch. And he's like Wait, a isn't that the guy? Walker. Isn't Twitch the guy who um, it was her her DJ her on her DJ. show? Wasn't Twitch the guy? Am I? I mean, I don't know. Or was that I, Flick? I can't remember. Twitch Flick, Bop it, Flick it, <laughs> Twist it. <laughs> Do you remember Boppets? Oh my god! Oh, I hate, I hated Boppets because oh. my sisters were always better at them than me, and it made me like. I will ridiculously frustrated. I will show you some some dances from So You Think You Can Dance that will make you cry. I've seen them. I've seen the dances that like because they used to go they used to go viral on Facebook. And right? you thought celebrities were that good? I, I I haven't thought about So You Think You Can Dance in years. So like you just I you had to unlock the memory of it. But um, what were we talking about? Right, Dave uh, Batista and Chris Pratt almost wrestled but didn't because Dave Batista would have gone to jail for murdering Chris Pratt. Or Dave Bautista would not have broken a sweat. He would have been like... Yeah, but Chris Pratt would still be dead. <laughs> Chris Pratt even says in the interview, he's like, I wouldn't have won. Like, yeah. when I woke up and realized what I'd done, I, I knew, like... <laughs> hey, but that means he fell asleep and woke up. So clearly the drugs worked. That's Ambien works. It's just messed up. Right. Ambien will mess up your day. Uh, Ambien causes a lot of sleepwalking. There's a lot of people who have like sleepwalk, like weird sleepwalking symptoms. Hmm. I googled hot tamale train and she immediately came up Lamau. Yep. Twitch was the DJ. No, Twitch was the DJ on Ellen. Yeah, I'm I'm not crazy. They've worked together several times. Why did I come up with? I'm crazy. I'm the crazy one. Um, (laughs) Like it. (laughs) Bop it. All right, y'all. It's time to talk about that Peter Parker luck. We don't usually talk about celebrity dating stories on this show. No. Um, This one is. This one is special. This one isn't about who's dating though. Uh, and in this case, it is Tom Holland and Zendaya, or Zendaya, depending on what the actual pronunciation is. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Um, they're dating, apparently, because videos and pictures of them making out in a car have surfaced. I don't know. I didn't look too much into that part of it because I don't really care. But what is interesting about this to me is that they are currently the main couple in the Spider-Man films that are coming out right now. Um, much like Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were, mm-hmm. uh, and much like Tobey Maguire and um, Drew Barrymore were before that. Drew Barrymore. Not Drew Barrymore. Kirsten uh, the other Dunst. redhead. Kirsten Dunst, right. Um, the other <laughs> early 2000s redhead. There were two of them. Sure. Um, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, Kirsten Dunst and uh, um, Tobey Maguire. And what's interesting about this story to me is that every single Spider-Man couple has dated in real yep. life. And there is something about being Peter Parker and either Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy, in Emma Stone's case... Where they always end up together, and I don't like. What is it? I don't know. Maybe it's a curse. <laughs> well, none of them have gotten married. So what you're saying together. that like Voldemort didn't get the role of Peter Parker, and so he cursed the Peter Parkers to always date the. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
No, it was actually Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes is like, wow, I never got to be Spider-Man. And uh, he's keeping that uh, Harry Potter magic alive. I would love if Ray Fiennes showed up as like an old Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse. Not old, but like middle-aged. Oh my god. Oh man. He's fantastic at everything. If he was like like the London Spider-Man, but he's yeah. like four. Ray Fiennes has got to be 50 by now, right? Uh, probably, yeah. 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 Such a good actor. He's so good. He's so good. That's so funny. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, none of them have ended up, like, staying together forever, so maybe it's a curse. Yeah, I just think it's funny. I think it's 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 one of those things where it's like, the this character has three actors who have played it, and all three of them have dated their co-star in their franchise. Yep. And it's just, it, it is a weird Parker Luck thing. You know what I mean? I guess. He's I mean, got great luck with women until they die. Mm-hmm. Or the devil makes their marriage not exist anymore. So that, that Aunt May can come back to life. Right. Yeah, right. Spider-Man comics are wild. Yeah, that's wild. Oh yeah, they literally go to the devil and they're like, we need to bring back Aunt May. And he's like, alright, but you won't be married anymore and you won't be in love. And they're like, okay. And then that's... Worth a, it. That's how they undo their marriage for a while in the comics. That's... Uh, it's messed up. It's really, it's really messed up. That is really, really weird. Yeah. Ray finds his 58... Holy shit, he looks so good. Yeah. He looks so good for 58. God yeah, damn, dude. Yeah. Damn, he still looks so good in a suit, too. Mm-hmm. In that last, um, oh, that last James Bond movie, when he comes into the, like, that one office scene in the crisp suit, and you're like, Jesus Christ, how is this man Voldemort? He's hot. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I for me, it was, I, like, I, I know him as Voldemort, but when I watched In Bruges, I was oh, like, oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. this man yeah. can act. Oh my god, like, yeah. oh, so good. Yeah, I want Ray Fiennes to play my dad in something, so, just so that we can have scenes together, and I can be like, you're so good. Fair enough. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah, but my character has to be Ray Fiennes' son, who also gets a little googly-eyed when he's in the room, because I don't know if I could, like, turn that off. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Tom Holland and Zendaya. Zendaya, I'm always gonna mess that up. But uh, I hope that you're very happy, and I hope that um, the the whole paparazzi machine doesn't ruin it for you. Yeah, I hope it's not. A curse. And I hope that you give us the trailer to your movie soon because I'm desperate. I want to see it. I'm waiting. I have a feeling it's gonna come this weekend with Black Widow. Oh yeah, makes sense. I have a feeling it'll come out this weekend. Uh, it'll come out in theaters, and then we'll get to do reaction probably Thursday or Friday. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, so we'll be ready. For that trailer. These two reacting. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Wow. Spider-Man. I love the Spider-Man movies. I do too. I I, I like Tom Holland's Spider-Man quite a bit. Me too. Yeah. And um, Zendaya really grew on me in the second one. Oh, you didn't like her in the first one? Um... She wasn't around as much. It in the wasn't first her, one. honestly. It was the them trying to hide. I, I felt in Homecoming that them trying to hide the MJ thing was weird. Wait, isn't Homecoming the second one? No, Far From Home is the second. Oh, one. right, right, right. Um, I felt like her character got a little bit caught up no, in them. No, Far From Home is the one that's coming out. No, No Way Home is coming out. Oh God! It goes Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. God damn it. Um, I, I, in Homecoming, I felt like Zendaya, Zendaya got caught up a little bit in them trying to hide the um, MJ thing. Yeah. Because they wanted right. that to be a big reveal at the end of the movie. And so her character had to kind of be this, like, 
mystery. Mm-hmm. And it was, it just wasn't as interesting to me. Her acting's great. She does a great job with it. It's just the writing of her character in Homecoming was less interesting to me than the writing of her character in Far From Home, mm-hmm. where she just got to be more active participant. Yeah. In, in Homecoming, she really is just kind of like a snarky side character. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to have the big reveal at the end of the movie. And the big reveal's fun, and I, you know, I've, I've always been there for it. Um, but in Far From Home, she is actually a character. And, yeah. like, is she, like, has actions and choices. And um, yeah, I think that's fair. Zendaya is such a good actress that she's... She, I'm so glad she's in the role. But I... Yeah, in Homecoming, she's just not that important, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, To the plot. she She's almost like the snarky, like, observer of the plot. Yeah. But not in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, I she's, she's great in it. Like, she does a great job. I just didn't feel like... Um, I didn't feel like I really understood it until the very end of the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 She's going to be bigger in the next ones. And then she was, and she's great. And I'm so excited for Annoy Home. I don't want anyone to think I'm not like Team Zendaya here. It's just, yeah. In the first movie, I was like, all right, you're there. Yeah. No, I think that that's totally valid. Yeah. Um, Herowood in the chat is saying uh, that he feels like the romance feels super forced to me. I disagree. I think they're really cute together. Yeah, I feel I feel like they do a really great job of that like high school couple. Like they're yeah. not adults and and it it feels very not not immature. Immature is the wrong word, but like awkward. Well, yeah, yeah, it has that like awkward like teenage charm, but also that it's not always charming. Like I appreciated that it was awkward until it they like they awkwardly stumbled into it over the course of like maybe a little bit too long, which is how high school romances work. And then as soon as they stumbled into it, it's like just a little weirdly intense. Alright. I feel like that's how all of those like high school relationships are though, because like you don't know what to do with your feelings. And so as soon as you have like a little bit of feelings, it's like, oh my god, I have so many feelings. And yeah. it's not that intense yet, but you don't know that it's not that intense yet, because like the real stuff comes later. Yeah. Um and I don't know, I've always appreciated that about those characters. I, I, I really like them together. And I think that I'm you know, I'm really excited to see what they do with Zendaya in No Way Home. Yeah, me too. Um, because she's gonna be put in a really awkward position with what happens at the end of Far From Home. Yep. But it's time to move on to our next story. Um, we only have two stories left. Ooh. I know. Which one do you want? Do you want uh, to go to the, the the galaxy far, far away or the middle of the earth? The middle of the earth. All right. This is not the happiest story, but I think it's going to have a happy ending. Um, on the set of the Lord of the Rings television show currently filming in New Zealand, unfortunately, there was an accident. Um, and a stunt woman, uh, not an accident, but stunts are dangerous. Yeah. Um, and a stunt woman, uh, Dana Grant, unfortunately, uh, was hurt, um, and is going to be requiring surgery for an aneurysm in her brain, uh, as well as some other injuries. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, our, our thoughts, uh, fully go out, uh, to her and her family and, uh, to the people who care about her, uh, because th- this is really tough. Uh, being a stunt person is dangerous. Uh, it is a risk that, um, they take. Uh, and, uh, I have so much love and respect for the stunt community. They, the stuff that we love really is impossible without that community and without the risks that they assume in order to make really cool stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Dana Grant, uh, the stunt woman at the center of this injury, uh, has made some really cool stuff, uh, including working on the original Xena show, um, as well as being a, uh, one of the Amazons in Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so in response to this, Lucy Lawless... Uh, Xena, the warrior princess herself, uh, put out a call to help raise money 
um, to uh, help uh, have a fund to help with uh, this Stuntwoman's um, recovery. Yeah. Uh, to make sure that she's getting the PT and everything that she needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the community really rallied behind her and, and really got together. And uh, Lucy Lawless is just the, the most incredible person. And I, I love Xena. That was like a childhood thing for me. Yeah. Oh, someone's calling me. No. no. <laughs> not right now you're not. <clears throat> um, and yeah, uh, it's, it, you know, it's tough. It's always tough when some people get hurt. Um, but it's, you know, it's, um, it is, it's difficult because that is the job in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, it's, it, yeah, it's tough. It's the, the people that take the risks and they're trained for it, but things happen sometimes and it's, I don't know. It's scary, but it does happen. And, um, uh, you know, we, we hope that she'll be okay. It looks like she's going to get the attention and the care and post-care that she deserves, yeah. um, which does make me very happy. They raised about $60,000 um, to take care of her. Um, uh, 6000 American. Um, and, uh, yeah, her credits, uh, I, I want to call out some of her other credits. Because she was also in uh, Mad Max Fury Road uh, oh, wow. and Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the TV show. Um, and, um, in Xena, she was the stunt double for, for Xena. She Mm -hmm. was, you know, she was the stunt Xena. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's unfortunate. I'm sure it's difficult for everyone on the Lord of the Rings set. It is always hard when someone gets hurt on set. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it hits the morale, but you got to keep going and and that can be really difficult. Yeah. Um, and you know, the stunt, stunt people get really close on those sets. And so, um, my heart goes out to uh, all the people who worked with her on that set as well. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, she does have a, uh, uh, traumatic brain injury and upper spinal neck injury, uh, and, uh, we'll be getting that surgery soon. And so we just wanted to call it out because, or not call it out, but we wanted to talk about it because, uh, it is important. There are so many people who aren't the main actors in these productions that are so important. Some people are among them. Um, and, um, this is a part of the industry, but, uh, we really hope that she gets the care and attention that she needs to make a full recovery and get back to doing what she loves. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Miller is asking, uh, why would they need to raise money? Because it, they feel like it should be covered. And so the, the actual like medical expenses, um, I believe are covered. Um, this is, um, to help with like, uh, post care and, you know, taking care of the bills and figuring out what you do f- from, from surgery onwards. And well, it's also, um, you know, the, when your job is your body, it can be, and you have recovery time, like not yeah. everything's covered. Like and... she's going to be out of work for yeah. a long time. And this, this money is going to help her alleviate the stress Hopefully, yeah. Of, of having to, you know, try to hurry up her recovery so she can get back to work again to make money. Um, and so it's just, it's more of like a, of a, of a cushion than it is actually taking care of like medical bills, mm-hmm. uh, from what we understand anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, Taters is saying in the chat, um, that, uh, there is a story about unsafe working conditions on the set. That has not broken into a larger degree, Taters, that I've seen, so I don't want to make any commentary on that, because I don't, you know, just partially for legal reasons, since we do call ourselves a new show. Um, but, um, you know, if, if there is a problem on that set, the most likely person that you'll hear from about it would be a union representative. Um, and I, I truly hope that that is not the case, because that would be very unfortunate. But in, in my experience, working with union stunt people, um, you know, the the care and attention is really there. 
Yeah. And I'd be, I, I would, honestly, I would be surprised if things on the set were that difficult. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on Especially considering it. how much money they have. Like, it's a billion dollar show. Um, but I could be wrong. And I, I'm, I'm totally willing to be wrong on that if, if, if stories come out. But um, until, until, you know, that is coming out from a deadline or a Hollywood Reporter or someone, you know, one of the bigger articles, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to buy too much into it. Um, you know, especially given how social media works these days, like anyone can say anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure that we, but we'll keep an eye out for that because if, if, it. if the set isn't safe, I would like to talk about that and why that's insane. Stunt people deserve all the protections in the world because their job is dangerous and you can't protect them from everything. Yeah. Um, Deadpool two, unfortunately had a stunt woman die in a motorcycle accident. Um, it, it is a dangerous job and whatever we can do to make it as safe as possible, we absolutely should. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I'm just uh, hoping for the best for Dana Grant. Um, and, uh, you know, she's had an incredible career and has also spent her time uh, when she's not on set training the next generation of some people. Yeah. So, you know, this is the kind of inspirational person that... Um, and all some people are inspirational to me, to be honest, because yeah. I couldn't jump out that window. Um, I would if you paid me enough, but uh, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, 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 I think she'll be well taken care of. So Yeah. Um, but it's time for our final story of the day. It's an exciting one for me. Star Wars Visions is coming this September. This is going to be an anime anthology series coming to Disney Plus. In case you just aren't getting enough Star Wars in your life with uh, the book of Boba Fett coming up and the Bad Batch running weekly, which is a great show. We, do, we haven't been doing spoiler chats on it because the episodes individually aren't as meaty. It's hard It's hard to find stuff to talk about. Yeah, in they're, them. they're shorter and yeah. it is meant to be... Um, accessible for kids as well so they're not they're not super in debt like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's the first they're, episodes they're are fun to talk about but the last you know some of them are a little fillery it's it's it, we're not going to do weekly spoiler chats for the bad batch anymore um especially since it's 16 episodes it's very long yeah but um we're loving it we're we really love it we get excited for it every um uh, friday morning i am really excited for this anthology um, unlike the Bad Batch and the other Disney Plus stuff on, um, Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus, I do not believe that this is going to be canon content. I think that this is going to live in, like, the Legends tab, uh, especially some, from the look of some of the shorts. It doesn't look like it could necessarily be canon at times, um, and I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about that. I, I hope Disney makes more Star Wars content that doesn't feel like it has to be as tied to everything else. Yeah. We actually, we had a talk about this in my stream the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, where we talked about, you know, not like retconning, but things that, the, that they decided are not canon. Uh, it, we were specifically talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., actually, I believe. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, Because that one is not 100% clear. It's not canon. Yeah, but I, I, there there was a debate, in my, a debate in my chat because, um, it has been alluded to by certain people, but it hasn't actually been outright said based on, like, the quotes. Um, so it's just one yeah. of those, like, weird things where you're like, okay, it's not canon, but they don't want to say it's not canon, right? No, I'm, Kevin Feige said it's not canon. Uh, we couldn't find anything to, really? to support that. Anyways. I'm pretty sure he said that. Anyways, um, the, like, I was streaming at the time, so my chat was doing the work for me. Uh, but the, the, it was an interesting discussion about, um, you know, I actually, uh, I, I can appreciate when, um, when companies... Uh, uh, make 
content uh, based off of huge franchises, but that are not canon. Uh, because if they are, they have to stick into a, like, rigid... Um, there's a lot of, like, rules and stories and things that they have to follow. And not having that not having that pressure actually allows for some really interesting creativity, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think having canon and non-canon stuff is is great. It's great as long as, you know, we acknowledge what's what. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that it allows for a lot of room uh, and play and interesting takes and ideas, you know. It's like, it's like doing a cosplay that's inspired by a character as opposed to it has mm-hmm. to exactly follow this that specific character so it's um, actually james gunn who said it yes we, we were able to um, find that but kevin feige himself has not which is fair yeah so that's the thing it feels like it's not canon but they don't want to say well the reason the reason why i don't believe it's to be canon is because um it wasn't kevin feige who directed it it was um or not directed but show ran it right. it was under ike perlmutter uh before disney kind of got rid of him um so it's uh to bring this back to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This is going to be made by outside studios. Right. They have brought in. Re- this isn't like Disney Animation is going to try and make anime. Yeah. Um, they have brought in anime studios. Like Trigger Studios is going to make one of the shorts, um, and they are going to make Star Wars anime shorts for Disney um, under their style. Yeah, because the-, the art style looks mm-hmm. really, really unique and and fun and and like. Uh, like what that what that studio is doing with Star Wars is really cool to see because it's a kind of completely different take. Um, Taters is saying I want Star Wars to go back to that weird experimental era again. I I don't I don't know. I'm not sure what era you're talking about, Taters. I don't think Star Wars has ever Star Wars is the experiment. Like all of Star Wars is the experiment, right? Like it's its own thing in a way now, but. I don't. I don't know when it got super experimental, other than the um, Tarkovsky Clone Wars um, seasons. But you know, like I don't think the prequels were uh, other than experimenting with technology, which I always love when Star Wars does when they play with advancing technology. And I think Star Wars should try and continue to do. I think that this is a good series to play with new things, um, like Jar Jar Binks. I know Jar Jar Binks is not a beloved character, but certainly the the technology advancements that they made with Jar Jar Binks allowed for some of our most beloved characters now, like Gollum. Um, uh, the, the apes in the Planet of the Apes movies certainly, you know, wouldn't have come as far along as quickly without Jar Jar Binks. Um, he was our first, you know, fully motion captured character. And, you know, Ahmed Best does not get enough credit at all for the incredible, you know, achievement of Jar Jar Binks from a technical perspective. And, mm-hmm. you know, say what you want about his character. Uh, people have strong feelings about that. I personally love Jar Jar. But that is because I was seven when The Phantom Menace came out, and I'm nostalgically in love with that character. Yep. Um, so it's tough. I, You know, I don't know. But what I do know is that Ahmed Best did his job and helped create a technology and then got crapped on for it for two decades, and I think it's insane because <laughs> he's such a lovely, incredible human, and I just love him so much. Um, I got to see him come out on stage at Star Celebration in Chicago in 2019, and I literally cried. I was like, yes, Ahmed, you deserve so much better. Yeah. Um, uh, check out, uh, if you, if you like to watch kids, um, uh, fall off of things, uh, check out the Star Wars, um, what is it called? It's like the temp- Journey to the Temple, but it's Star Wars. Uh, it's like an, uh, a game show where kids, like, compete to become Jedi. Um, 
Oh. On uh, Disney's YouTube channel. It's very funny. And uh, there's a lot of, like, kids falling. And I I, I shouldn't enjoy it, but it, it really is fun to watch. Um, All right. Uh, uh, Tater says, I guess I mean that it takes itself too seriously these days. Star Wars Tales, a lot of the new Legends books had a lot more heart and humor. Interesting. Like, I don't know, Tater. I, I kind of disagree with that only because we've had a lot of really fun, humorous Star Wars stuff lately. I think Resistance was really fun humorous take for kids i thought the star wars lego uh, uh holiday special last year was really fun we really liked that um and you know i think mandalorian is a more serious show but i don't think the bad batch necessarily is yeah um, that's true it's tough i don't know i think they're being very experimental right now because they're making so much content it's tough with that like all of that though because there has always been a lot of star wars content between the mm -hmm. books and the shows and the movies and that and everything so it's that's true you know, you could say that in this era, the books were a little more experimental. In this era, the show was... And it, 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 there's so much Star Wars over such a broad span of time. Yeah. And it's, you know, that one's kind of tough to coin. And I'm sure somebody will do it 100 years from now. Yeah. Um, I agree with Taters, though. Um, I'm really excited for Visions because it looks like it's very different. And I like when... I like very different Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, and this... Yeah, this Visions, it looks... It, it looks really, really cool. Like... Mm -hmm. And not, like, my go-to type of entertainment, but it still yeah. looks, I think, well done and fascinating. We don't really watch anime, but no. I will definitely be checking out every episode of this. No, I've seen, like, one anime. I've seen more. I like... I like Dragon Ball Z a lot. No, I've seen Full Metal Alchemist. And that's it. Like, yeah. as far as anime goes, just the, those two shows. Yeah. Um, but, um... I have a feeling that's going to change. I have a feeling anime is becoming more popular. I have a feeling because um, there's a lot of like superhero animes that I do want to watch. I want to watch the Batman Ninja stuff. Wait, Avatar doesn't count, right? Avatar is Western anime. Yeah, like it's animated, but... Well, no, it's in like an anime style, Still, but it is yeah. made by a Western studio. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but I did like I did like Avatar. Yeah. I didn't love it. It wasn't my like favorite thing ever the way it is for some people. Yeah. Um, I, I love the first two seasons. The third season is just the beginning of it. It's a little rough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we talk about that anywhere? Did we ever make a video about Avatar? Uh, we put it in, uh, in a podcast. Did we? Yep. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. It, we it have put a out lot of content. so much stuff. Yep. Yes, we have. Um. And thank you for being here. Just like it. how if you buy Javi Coffee, you can make so much coffee with just this little body of co a bottle of coffee concentrate. Go to our affiliate link in the description below if you want to pick up your own bottle of Javi Coffee. Hashtag drink Javi. They watched our. They watched our video. The Javi people watched our video of us talking about Javi, and they sent me an email. And they're like, "Hey, we really love the video. Just wanted to point out you didn't use the hashtag." And I was like, "Okay, Oops. sorry." I'm <laughs> glad you like went and watched my content though. Thanks for the view. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks to the boosty algorithm. <laughs> um, y'all, that's our show for today. Yeah. Yeah, we covered a, like, wide spectrum of things. It was nice. It was fun. It was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we head out? Um, no. I I'm going to be streaming Subnautica later today. I'm pretty what? sure. I know. Sub you? I know. I think. Is it going to be Subnautica? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're getting to the end of the game. I think we will actually finish the game tonight. So if you would like to stop by That's for crazy. the conclusion of the game, wow. uh, please do. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not ready, but it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Are you gonna cry? I don't know. The first one made me cry. I know. I remember. So I don't know. Um, I will be back tomorrow. I'm gonna be playing Resident Evil Seven. 
Uh, I'm because we beat the game, but we uh, we need to do all the DLCs. So tomorrow we're going to beat all the DLCs for Resident Evil 7, so that I can move it off of my computer to make some space for other video games. Uh, we'll be coming back to Pokemon on Thursday. Um, I need a break. Played a lot of Pokemon. Um, so come Thursday for Pokemon Platinum, the Redux, because the first playthrough of Pokemon Platinum didn't count because it was broken, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to watch me freak out tomorrow, uh, come watch that. It's going to be, um, I'm going to scream like a baby again because that game just gets me. It's so scary. It looks so, 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 terrifying. So I know. There's one jump scare and, oh God, I just, I lost my mind. But yeah, love you guys. As always, I just want to say a huge thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash nerdynightly. Like I said at the beginning of the show, those tiers are going to be changing up soon, so keep an eye out. Um, and, uh, you know, consider joining at the $1 tier. That's 25 cents a week. Uh, but you get a, a bonus a podcast. You get access to the Patreon-only Discord channel. And uh, new to the $1 tier is going to be YouTube behind-the-scenes videos as well as early access to our YouTube videos. That's all going to be at the $1 tier. So please consider joining at the $1 tier so we can get you to be a page of the Nerd Table. And maybe one day we'll convince you to become Knights of the Nerd Table. As always, you can follow us over on Twitch. I'm over at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. I'm over at twitch.tv slash And like we always say, because I already said and as always twice, because I, I start sentences with things a lot. <laughs> My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. Do something nerdy tonight, you dang nerds. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.